Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. TikTok is coming out with series. Up to 80 episodes, up to 20 minutes per episode. And if you're thinking, Kate, you don't normally talk about like trend-based marketing news. That's right, because I want this show to be timeless to people six months, a year, five years, 10 years from now, that this information is still going to be helpful. Um, so I, I don't really dabble in like the, the trend-based thing. But I had a really interesting conversation about this with Leah Haberman, who's one of my marketing idols. Uh, <laughs> fangirl moment. Um, she posted a tweet. Um, of her sharing this article of TikTok announcing that they're launching a series. And we had a little conversation about it. And I wanted to share my personal thoughts. Initially, when I saw that TikTok was launching a series, from a consumer perspective, I was like, no social media platform has been able to successfully hook me into watching a long-ass video. Except for YouTube, which that's what it's for. Um... Or if I'm watching a live on TikTok, specifically from Terry Joe, if you know, you know. Um, everything else, I haven't really, like, it, to me, it just feels weird. I don't know why. And however, I was like, well, you know, we have adapted to 60-second videos from 15 to 30 seconds. We adapted to three minutes. We're, they're trying to get us to adapt to 10-minute videos at, this, at the time of this recording. But... Maybe we could adapt to, you know, 20 minute videos on TikTok. Still, I just, as, as a consumer, it just feels like weird to me um, as like subscription-based content. So to give further context on this, it's a subscription model. So it's kind of a, like, like Instagram having their subscription, except this is on TikTok with like limited, with like limited access series. You have to pay to play basically. Um, and I think it's really interesting because the Snapchat tried that and it tanked Instagram's subscription platform. I don't really hear a lot about, like, I don't hear positive or negative things. I hear meh, which means it's failing. And then otherwise, you know, if somebody is offering subscription-based content, it's usually on another platform, like external from social media. So Patreon, OnlyFans, Substack, a podcast uh, subscription with like exclusive episodes or something of that nature. But subscription services and subscription series specifically are like exclusive content based natively within a social media app. Like very few, if not pretty much none of them have been able to kind of like succeed with doing that well. And I think there's an opportunity here for TikTok to do it really well by positioning it as its entrance into mainstream media. So I think it's not just about 
how can creators provide exclusive content to their existing fans? It's more so like, how can we produce this into like mainstream shows, maybe a reality show, maybe some sort of like, you know, K-drama, let's say, or maybe like a telenovela or like a some kind of like series fictional show, non-fictional docu-series, doesn't matter. Like something you would see on Netflix or HBO Max or what have you to compete not with the Snapchat or the Instagram, but to compete truly with mainstream media and streaming. Um, And that really like depends on the storyline and the production level. Like for example, I think the D'Amelio's reality show would have made way more sense as a TikTok subscription series. Which would have then evolved into it being like truly the first mainstream media endeavor produced and produced by and hosted on the app, like natively. But like just the series alone concept, if it's just like a subscription model of like, oh, see more content, like see behind the scenes footage of this video I made, that alone gives like very much Snapchat. And I just don't have a ton of faith in that concept personally. Um, but I also think it would be cool, like, like when Leah and I were talking, Leah brought up a really interesting point about, well, is it, like, highly produced or is it giving, like, Emma Chamberlain vlog through the city? And I thought it was really cool if they did, like, um, like an accelerator program, kind of what NBC, Comcast NBC Universal is doing with its creator accelerator. They basically took a bunch of internet personalities from all over social media and are producing shows with them. And I think that's really cool. And so allowing creators who are already captivating attention with their storytelling, their production and other like similar skill sets to produce and star in mainstream shows hosted natively within the platform, like thinking about it that way would be really cool also. So launching it with an accelerator program And maybe there's some sort of like opportunities to create behind the scenes content and really like nurture that endeavor as opposed to just drop it. People, you're able to like engage users in the building of a creator's show from the ground up or whatnot. Um, Also like parallel point, this is just like my mind was moving a mile a minute when I was thinking of this stuff. Like imagine the shopping features, right? Shopping on TV has been a conversation for years now. Like every streaming platform (laughs) is like, at some point you will be able to shop from our shows. And we're just like, okay, like when bitch? (laughs) Emily in Paris came out and I'm like, where can I buy those earrings? Um, But TikTok is already very popularly known for its shopping within the app. And it doesn't feel like the Instagram Mall of America situation. It also doesn't feel like QVC. Like something about it feels very native and organic to the platform. So I also imagine the shopping features here. Like you could buy things that creators are wearing or or using immediately from the episode. So like the example um, that I was thinking of specifically was like, let's say Emily in Paris was produced by TikTok. Okay, just for the sake of the example. Remember that like Mac McBaguette uh, sandwich that they came up with or that Emily came up with? Perhaps there's a way that they could integrate that with the McDonald's like McDelivery app. And you could order that directly from the episode. You know, if it's like premiering on TikTok, you could a little like notification or a, a bar comes up from the bottom of the screen to the top and it's like, want to order the McBaguette? Like one simple click, you know? 
Um, or remember that episode where they unveiled Pierre's face on um, the suitcases? I think it was a... This is funny to me now because I got dragged on the internet for my pronunciation of Rimova. Um, Pierre's uh, face on the suitcases, the luggage. Um, imagine like being able to buy that straight from the show. That's actually a real product. You can actually buy it. There's an Instagram account. I think it's called Shop the Scenes where they um, curate all of these products that are featured in TV shows that you can actually buy that really exist. Um, So imagine being able to purchase that. And there's just so much more potential to turn this into something bigger than just another subscription series. Like we've already seen multiple iterations of that. We're already seeing that's not really working. Creators are still going to Patreon, OnlyFans, you know, Substack, um, podcasts. You know, even like a subscription service on on YouTube of seeing exclusive videos from a creator makes more sense to me than having like a Snapchat subscription or or just another like content series TikTok subscription or see extra stories that I don't share on my main stories type of Instagram subscription. Like I think there's more potential to captivate people's attention and like fully engage them into some sort of interesting storyline, especially if this is relying on long form content, that's going to be like up to 20 minutes long. You actually have to like build a really interesting plot or something that hooks people in and makes them continuously want to come back and reach for more and more and more. It's like that example I've given before on the podcast, right? In the Victorian era, which is one of the first ever examples of short form content or like being hooked into, into something, um, it's when books were really expensive to publish. So authors would publish their chapters in newspapers. You'd buy a newspaper and in that newspaper you could read the next chapter of your favorite author's book. And so it's kind of like that. Like people were so hungry to even buy newspapers I'm sure there were people buying newspapers simply because they wanted to catch up on their book. Like, that's kind of the energy that we need. I just don't think that giving people more content that's the same shit that they already publish is enough to really hold that attention, which is what's required for long-form content. It's not about just hooking that attention. It's actually maintaining it. Whereas with short-form content, you know, you could hook somebody and that video is only 15 seconds. You walk away being like, I watched 15 seconds of that, whatever. Like, what a waste, but it was only 15 seconds. Whereas, like, 20 minutes, girl. So, anyways, those are just my thoughts on the subscription concept of TikTok. I really do hope that this this will be their entrance into mainstream media and competing with Netflix and HBO Max and Hulu, Disney Plus, all of these streaming services that are doing such a great job of producing original content in long form and driving, you know, attention with storytelling um, and interesting plots as opposed to like just content. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.